Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinity Life Podcast, where we define the difference between religion and kingdom. Um, We're back for another episode of Kingdom Conversations. So I hope this finds you doing well and standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Um, We are going to be sharing a very good word on how to produce a fruitful harvest. So uh, I pray that you're excited. I'm excited and um, I'm going to be sharing this pretty quickly today because I do have um, I'm in the midst of a pro- uh, project launch and as well I have to go pick up my son so I don't have a lot of time but I did want to go ahead and get this out uh, for you all and um, I just want to remind you that you can watch this video or uh, watch this episode live not live, but via video (laughs) on Spotify. I keep saying live because I'm used to live streaming y'all, but you can watch this episode as a video episode on Spotify. And so, um, yeah, we have new video episodes available on Spotify, or you can continue to listen um, on any other podcasting platform, wherever you enjoy podcast. Okay. So make sure you listen, make sure you watch, make sure that you are following me on all my other uh, social media platforms, especially YouTube, because that is where I am sharing, um, you know, recent updates and things that are going on with us and, you know, new things and projects that I'm doing, wink, wink. So, you know, we're doing something new. And uh, if you don't know about it, that's because you didn't follow. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Also, you can also leave me a voice message uh, on this podcast concerning this episode. You can also ask questions and things like that, you know. um, So, you know, make sure that you're interacting. And if there's anything you want to know and you have a question about, I'll be happy to answer it for you. If you need prayer, you can leave a prayer prayer request, excuse me. And um, yeah, so let's jump into this. And um, I'm going to pray. We're going to get this out and then we're going to move on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, I'm talking a little bit fast, but that's because I'm trying to, I'm trying to hurry up. Okay. Cause sister Shelly is already slow, but yeah. So let's pray father in the name of Jesus. I just thank you for these that you have drawn by your spirit to hear this message. I thank you, father God, for giving them Uh, eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to perceive and understand what you are saying. Lord, you said you sent your word and it healed them. Let your word go out. Let your word heal. Let your word quicken. Let your word revive. Let your word renew and refresh your people, encourage and edify your people in the name of Christ Jesus and encourage them to build in the name of Jesus, Father. Oh God, let there be transformation. Let there be um, restoration. Let there be, Father God, a new transition a new beginning that takes place in their spirit tonight in Jesus mighty name we pray we thank you and we give you glory honor and praise let there be repentance and let there be renewal in Jesus name we pray amen and amen all right so we're gonna go ahead and get started here and the title of this message is how to produce a fruitful harvest, how to produce a fruitful harvest. Um, 
As you know, this season is called Build. That's what God gave me for season two. And we are building the kingdom of God. God wants to uh, his people to build his kingdom so that his glory can fill his house or fill his kingdom as it was in the days of Solomon. And so God's glory, the Shekinah, the Kavad of God is going to fill his kingdom, not just one building, not just one church building, um, but all together corporately as the body of Christ. He is going to be filling, excuse me, um, his body. He is going to be filling his kingdom, not only with his glory, but also with the glory, lowercase g, of the Gentiles or the wealth of the wicked or the wealth of the world. So God is bringing wealth back into his house as it was in the days of Solomon, as he leads us and guides us to build with wisdom, to build with wisdom and to uh, to rule with wisdom and to rule with wisdom. Amen. Um, so we're going to go ahead, <coughs> go ahead and get into this. I have a few scriptures for you. Um, but, uh, what the Lord is saying here is that Jeremiah, if you go back to Jeremiah, he did not only tell Jeremiah to destroy and throw down and pull down and tear down, but he also told him to build, right? And and to restore. And so um, that's what God has us doing. We are in a Jeremiah uh, kind of year here. We're in a Jeremiah kind of thing going on and also in a Solomon kind of uh, year. And so, um, if, if you remember, you know, David was for war, right? He, you know, he slayed ten thousand, ten thousands and, you know, thousands and ten thousands. And, you know, he never lost a battle because he was a man after God's own heart. And so, um, David was for war, but Solomon was for peace. Solomon's house brought peace to the people of God. And so, uh, we are, we want to understand this. We see war and then peace, and then we see destroy and then build, right? So you must first clear the foundation or clear the land before anything beautiful or fruitful, excuse me, can be planted, right? You must first clear the land or clear the foundation before anything beautiful or fruitful can be planted. He says the old must be removed before the new can emerge. If you're stuck in the old, how can you embrace the new thing that God has set before you? Selah, right there. If we're stuck in the old, now this is a new year, Rosh Hashanah is going on and all the Jewish, you know, festivities are happening. And if you are tuned into that and you're connected to that, then happy new year to you, 5783. And this is the year that God told, told me that he is going to settle the score and he is bringing retribution and he is bringing renewal and he is bringing rest to the body of Christ, among other things. Amen. And so, you know, um, 
God is doing a new thing for sure. He's always doing a new thing, y'all, because God, like I told you last time, God is futuristic. He's futuristic. He's always moving ahead into the future, leading us into the future. And your future is great. So, um, he says, if you're stuck in the old, how can you embrace the new thing that God has set before you? Um, how can we truly, excuse that, how can we truly embrace a peaceful and prosperous future if we're stuck in the old? He says, change must be embraced that leads to total transformation. God is trying to transform. He's trying to transform us. He's trying to prepare us as the body of Christ, and there's a transformation that takes place there. There's a purifying, a washing, a purifying that takes place there. There's also a measuring that takes place there for the bride to be able to fit her wedding dress perfectly, right? So he's saying, I'm doing all these things. He's saying, and change. We must embrace change. Some of y'all don't like change, but change must be embraced that leads to total transformation. He's trying to get us to look like Jesus. He's trying to transform us into the image and likeness of Christ. Amen. And he's saying, um, uh, Total transformation, change no, must be embraced. That leads to total transformation, no matter how small or great. It all begins in the heart. Allow God to change your heart. Allow God to change your heart. Deal with your heart. Uproot things out of your heart. Clear the land of your heart or the the foundation of your heart. Allow him to reveal in order to fully heal. He says, allow me to reveal in order to fully heal. Amen. And he says, don't be alarmed when the ugly things start to surface. <laughs> When the ugly things, that, uh, that old ugly stuff, you know, how, you dig up some ground, you're going to find some ugly stuff, some yucky stuff, some worms, some parasites and all that, all that kind of stuff. It, don't be alarmed when the ugly stuff starts to surface. Face it, face it, face these ugly things and show them the door. Face these ugly things and show them the door. I'm laughing because I've been through, I've been going through this, y'all. And so, you know, it, it, it's a process now. I'm just trying to let, let you in on, on a few things here. And he says, uh, 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 face them and show them the door. Allow God to root them out. He says, a new day is dawning, which requires a new heart and a new mind embrace the new embrace the new embrace the new so <clears throat> he's saying here that i want you to embrace the new now we're going to look at a few scriptures second uh, second corinthians first of all 5 and 17 second corinthians you can just jot these down Second Corinthians 5 and 17. I'm in the King James Version. I, I won't be putting anything on the screen because I'm in a hurry. Uh, but it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, 
He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, right? All things are become new. Now let's go to Ezekiel 36. Ezekiel 36, verse 25, starting at verse 25. It says, then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean. How many know that we are washed by the washing, uh, excuse me, washed by the water of his word. You're being washed right now. He says, then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. So this is, <coughs> this is requiring some repentance, right? We, you, you know, we got to repent now. Got to take a good bath. He says, a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh or out of the, out of your ground, the ground of your heart. He's going to take them stones up out of there and I will give you a heart of flesh. I will give you a heart of flesh. Amen. It says, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. You shall keep my judgments and do them and you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fa fathers. Excuse me, getting over COVID, you guys. Um, you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. Amen. It says, I will also, <clears throat> this is good. This is getting good. So let me keep reading. I will also save you from all your uncleanness and I will call for the corn and increase it. Call for the corn and increase it and lay no famine upon you. Right? Famine will be, famine and pestilence will be in the land, right? The plagues, he, he sent the plagues into Egypt, but there was light in Goshen and, and, and wherever the blood is, remember the Passover now, wherever the blood of the lamb is, the death angel will pass over. And he says, these things, none of these plagues are going to touch you. If you are under my blood and under my protection, I will be your cloud by day. I will be your fire by night. Amen. And he's saying, none of these th things shall come nigh unto you. Amen. None of these things <clears throat> shall come nigh unto you. In fact, you're going to reap a hundredfold in the time of famine. Amen. So he says, and I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that you shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. Amen. So that's good. Let's go to 43, uh, Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, <coughs> excuse me, you guys pray for your sister, Isaiah 43, verse 18. It says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. Amen. Um, let, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead. 
Mm-hmm. Let's read the next verse. It says, the beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls and the owls, <laughs> and the dragons and the owls. Check that out now. Say la on that. Behold, I will give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Amen. They shall show forth my praise. Hallelujah. Uh, let's go to Isaiah 65, 17. I think I'm in 65. Yeah. And 17. Mm -hmm. It says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. You hear that? I, I, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, neither come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. Hallelujah. It's a time of great joy for the kingdom of God. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall no more be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good. Just keep reading down through there. That's really, really good. It's talking about how we're going to build houses and inhabit them. We're going to plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. We're going to build and another uh, uh, will not be able to inha inhabit what we built. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat for as the days of a tree are the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Did you hear that? You shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offspring with them. Woo! You hear that? And it shall come to pass that before they call, hallelujah, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Oh God, oh God, oh God. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock or the ox. And dust shall be the serpent's meat. Dust shall be the serpent's meat. They, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm trying to get this out, y'all, because I'm running out of time. Ephesians 4. <clears throat> Ephesians 4, 22. Just pray for your sister. Ephesians 4, 22. It says, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt uh, according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Let me read that again. This COVID is out of here, y'all. 
You better believe it. It says that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man. Woo, Selah, which is which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. He's looking for purity here. You hear that? It says, wherefore, put away lying. Don't even lie to yourself. Speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. God is trying to bring us together in unity. Excuse me. It says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor and build and work with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Amen. Hallelujah. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good, good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. <sighs> Y'all, that's a mouthful now. You, I need you to chew on this. I need you to chew on this. I need you to eat this now. Come on now. Put the spoon in your mouth. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It's my last scripture. <clears throat> chapter 4, verse 8. It says, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, hallelujah, think on these things. Think on these things. Now, I'm not going to prolong you. Um, the last piece of what the Lord said to me concerning this. He says, be wise. Tell them to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Um. <clears throat> And to patiently wait on me, says the Lord, while beholding the things that I want you to see and understand. Focus on the things that he's setting before you for you to see and not only see, but understand. And part of seeing is hearing. Amen. Sorry about that. My camera Try to had to reset my camera. Um. So part of seeing is hearing. <clears throat> he said, uh, because sometimes we lose sight and miss out on so many truths and blessings simply because we don't slow down to behold and observe 
certain things that he is trying to show us. Right. And then we become spiritually blind guides. That's what happens. Right. Um, many leaders have even become this way. No patience, no attention to detail. That's why he's saying slow down now. Don't he don't want you to miss this window of time, though. We got to get in here this year. Right. But he wants us to know when understand when the spirit of God is leading us to slow down. And when to accelerate, just like you're in a car driving down the road, right? Um, he says, because this is how many leaders derail. They, they, they have, they lost patience. They stopped paying attention to detail and they just started, you know, <laughs> they just started, um, <clears throat> what do you call that? Rough riding, <laughs> uh, you know, they just, they, they just started rough riding, rough in the road or whatever you, whatever you call it. Um, so, you know, he says, are your <coughs> lenses blurry? Are your lenses blurry? Are you seeing through the lens of such leaders? In other words, are you following these kinds of leaders and seeing through their lens? <coughs> That's why you got to get your own set of eyes now. Uh, and your eyes ought to be in the word. Perhaps even previous leaders who corrupted them, who corrupted themselves along the way have given you their vision. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, perhaps even previous leaders who corrupted themselves along the way or lost their way gave you their vision or version of spirituality. And now you still see things through their eyes. That's why you got to get this. That's why you got to get in that heart and, and work that ground. You hear me, sister, my sister, my brother, work the ground of your heart so you can produce a good harvest, right? And pray for these leaders, such leaders or said leaders. It says, um, you don't want to be seeing through their eyes. He says, it's, are you uh, focused on the glory of man or the glory of God? Are we going to be focused on the glory of man or on the glory of God? Sometimes you need to zoom out to see better. Sometimes you have to zoom out to see clearly. Adjust your lens. Adjust your lens. Adjust your lens. Woo. Holy Spirit is talking. So He's talking good tonight. Broken lenses. Do you have broken lenses? How do you see God? How do you see God? Do you see him as a tyrant? Do you see him as a loving father? Do you see him as Santa Claus? Do you see him as a pimp? Oh, did I say that? <laughs> How do you see God? Do you see him as a friend? Do you see him as the lover of your soul? Do you see him as Jehovah Jireh? Do you see him as Jehovah Shalom? Peace is paramount. Do How do you see God? Do you see him as a mighty warrior? Do you see him as a consuming fire? Because he is. How do we see God? Do you see him as more than able? 
or barely able? <laughs> Do you see him as more than enough? Come on, y'all. Maybe you need the corrective lenses of prayer and fasting. Now, this is going to require some fasting. I'm going to tell you that right now. Maybe we need, you know, you know, corrective lenses, prayer and fasting. We must seek to grow in wisdom and stature like Jesus this year. He says, I want my people to grow in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Grow in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And when he says grow, he's not putting it all on you because a plant can't grow by itself. But everything responds to God. And so God is, 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 he wants to partner with us. He wants us to partner with him or with the Holy Spirit in order to, in order to bring forth this vibrant fruit of the Holy Ghost, right? Of the Holy Spirit. Some of us forgot about that fruit and we just let, we just left that over there, you know, and left them seeds over there. But he says, no, I want you to, uh, 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 work that ground and produce the fruit of the Holy spirit as you're partnering with me, as you're partnering with me, I'm going to help you. I'm your helper. And, and we are co-laborers in this thing. And he says, meditate in my word that you may be able to observe, to do accordingly. Joshua 1 and 8, y'all, we should all know this scripture. Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. So we do have to obey God. That's why I'm giving you these instructions. Um, so he says, meditate in my word that you may observe to do accordingly. Be like the ant, be diligent to work. Ants are diligent. They're diligent workers. Be diligent to work the plan that I gave you and your next season will be fruitful and abundant. Work while it is day for the night cometh when no man can work. Notwithstanding, let patience have her perfect work in you. Let patience have her perfect work in you. So be patient, but prepared. Learn to quietly work and study to do your own business. So that means that whatever God gave you to work on, you know, don't, don't put a trumpet to your mouth just yet, right? You want to build in silence and, and because that's building with wisdom. You want to build in silence. Don't let the enemy and don't let people know and don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing and all of that because you don't want any distractions. You don't want any delays. You don't want any hindrances from the enemy. Amen. And so that's why God is saying doing that, do that. Um, so. What, it, what is this about? This is about producing a fruitful or bountiful harvest this year. Amen. And so I, I pray that that word was a blessing to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, let this word be sealed to the hearts of your people and let it produce and bring forth 
uh, a hundredfold harvest in their lives. I am speaking and declaring a hundredfold harvest for all of those who obey your word. You said, Father God, believe the prophet and so shall you prosper. Believe in the Lord your God and so shall you be established. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to prosper. So let them prosper, Father. A hundredfold return on their obedience, even a double portion for their obedience in Jesus' mighty name. We shall take the land. We shall take. We shall possess the land. Hallelujah. I love you guys. I got to go. I will see you here next Friday for another episode of Kingdom Conversations. I won't be recording uh, Woman's Worth Wednesdays, uh, putting them out on the podcast anymore because I want you to come follow me on YouTube. <laughs> so come follow me on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell at Divinity Life on YouTube so you can get all that's going on, right? So you, that's where you get Women's Worth Wednesdays. You get vlogs. I be vlogging y'all. Y'all see y'all lost in the south. You better come on over here, girl, boy. <laughs> well, girl on YouTube, Lord have mercy. It's a women's channel. Sorry, guys, but I love you and I'll see you next time right here on Divinity Life. God bless you. Bye-bye.